Well, amen, Tyler. Thank you so much um, for that song. Is We're going to come back to that one. I'm going to ask Tyler to really close us out today with that song um, as, we, as we wrap up today. Um, and so, as again, our tech team is small, so I get to uh, move that around. So I'm sorry about, about that, but uh, here we go. Um, today, I'm not going to uh, be with you very long. Um, I just wanted to um, probably condense some stuff down, and I just want to speak to you from my heart today. Um, I'm, uh, I'm really tender today, and my, my heart's breaking um, just in personal life uh, today, and um, we'll get to that in just a minute. And so I, I've titled the message today, I've, I've titled the message, just this simple title, and it's called Numbered. And, and in that word, we can, it's not just numeric, but what I want to say about this word numbered is, is the fact that it is, it's understanding. Okay, and I think the Hebrew, we can extrapolate that particular word numbered and we can say the word is, is understanding. There's a quote that I, I came across many, many years ago, and, and um, I'm going to get to my life verse, and I hope you have your um, outline that, that, that's on, on the Facebook page, and you can download that. I hope you're there. If you, if you do, we'll, we'll be filling in some blanks, and I don't know how much and all. We may get all of that. I, I don't really know. But one of the quotes that was mentioned that I heard many years ago was this, you only get one shot at life. There are no do-overs. So if, if somebody were to come to you and say, hey, listen, uh, Johnny or Bill or Susan or whomever, it, you only get one shot at this life. How are you living it? How, how are you living in this life to maximize the time that you've been given here? Because we know that life is short. And one thing that I, I definitely know over the years is that death, death gives us such a reminder of how brief this life really is. Death is, a, is something that, that brings a finality to something to us because really death means that someone whom we've loved, someone who we've, we've been apart with um, for, for years or a short amount of time or whatever, it means the finality is that we don't get that phone call anymore. We don't get that final conversation or we, we don't get to go and just sit on the front porch or the back porch or take long drives. We don't get to do that anymore. And so you only get one shot at this life, and so how are you doing it? How are you living it? So my life verse comes from Psalm 90, Psalm 90, verse 12. And it simply says this, Teach us to number our days carefully so that we may develop wisdom in our hearts. Teach us to number our days carefully so that we may develop wisdom in our hearts. In Psalm 39, 4 says, Lord, make me aware of the end and the number of my days so that I will know how short-lived I am. And, and I, I, don't, I don't know about you, but I've gone back and reflected. I've had some time over these last, um, really through the COVID-19 pandemic, I've had time to sit back and reflect and look. And I, I've just gone back and, and I was just reminded, I mean, that there was a, a kid that was in my neighborhood when I was growing up and uh, he was 16 years old, and um, we moved in the neighborhood um, when I was around six years old, and so growing up, I got to know him, and when he turned 16, he contracted spinal meningitis, and uh, at 16 years old, 16 years of age, he's gone, and um, man, it's a short-lived life, and, and so 
I was reminded, and just as I reflected, that just how really brief life is, but it can be you're 16, or it can be that you're an infant, it can be that you're 90, it, does, it doesn't really matter. All of that seems short in light of eternity. And so the psalmist here is saying, hey, listen, make us aware. Make us aware of our end. Teach us to number our days. And so the, the first, first thing I want us to really see in this, and my, my very first point is simply this, in this life, in this life, even the best years of our lives are not without struggle and sorrow. And I, I don't know, I, I, can get a, I can get an amen and a witness on that, that comment right there. Amen. Our lives are not without struggle and sorrow. If you've been alive more than a day, you know that there's struggle, there's sorrow. We were living some of the best times, financially speaking, living some of the best years as a nation over the last, say, four or five months until COVID-19 hit. And now... We have been shelter at home. We've been, man, displaced all back into our, our, our own homes and can't get out. And, you know, the, the things about funerals and, and gatherings and things like that, it's totally different. It looks different for us. Well, but that's a struggle and that's a sorrow. And, it, and, and we're seeing people that are, that are passing away, that are, they're, that are losing their life because of a virus or an illness, or they're losing their life because of car accidents or anything like that. But we know that, listen, in, even in our best years, when we can... We can be on the top of our financial game. We can be on top of our, our financial life. We can be on top of our um, careers. But even in those best times, we can be at school, having our best years in school, making great grades and, and learning and growing. But even in those best years, it comes with struggles. It comes with sorrow. It comes with pain. I mean, I, I know kids today who they're, they're going right along and, and, and everything's going great. Then all of a sudden, then their mom and dads are getting divorced. They're hitting reality at home and now a broken home and brokenness is put right there at the front doorstep. And they just went to Disney or they just went across the world on a vacation. But now they're struck with the fact that now there's brokenness in the home because the mom and dads are no longer together. Now that they don't live together and it's hard on the kids. It's hard on them. It's tough. But this life, even in our best years, our best days on this planet, comes with struggle, come with sorrow. Psalm 90 verse 10 says this. It gives us this. He says, oh, our lives last 70 years or if we're strong, 80 years, even 90 years, even the best of them are struggle and sorrow. Indeed, they pass quickly and we fly away. Oh, how quickly the years go by. It just seems like yesterday I was, I was graduating from high school. It just seems like yesterday I just got married. It seems like yesterday we were having our kids. And just to, just to show you, this is something that Reggie Joyner with the Orange Group did. And, and so we have marbles in this jar just to show. And something that they did was they gave brand new uh, first-time families, when they brought their child home from the hospital, they gave them a jar of marbles. And in this jar is 936 marbles. That 936 represents 936 weeks from the time your child is born until the time they turn 18. Right here in this jar, and then they ask them every week, take, take a marble out. And watch, watch how it goes down and just see, well, one, how much you've poured into them. How much have you really focused on the time that, hey, life is fleeting, time is, is short, but what am I doing to, to make that investment in that child? Time is quick, and that's, that's what that verse says. It says, listen, they pass quickly. I mean, I don't know how it happened, but now we have five grandkids. I don't know how that happened. It just seems like I was just... 
again, graduated from college and getting married and we're having our kids, but now we have five grandkids. It goes by so fast. And now, even in this, we're in that stage of life, as many of you are with me that are listening on this side of it, this is very real. We're now losing our parents because grandparents have been gone for a while. Now in that season of life where parents are now going home. Well, even in this life, even the best years of our lives are not without struggle and sorrow. It says that in that verse. But also, secondly, we're going to see in verse 11, in this life, we need a proper perspective concerning the fear of the Lord. A proper perspective concerning the fear of the Lord. Psalm 90, 11 says this, Who understands the power of your anger? Your wrath matches the fear that is due you. See, sin and brokenness entered the picture. It was, it was a beautiful picture of, of Eden and, and just the, the first family that was there. And then sin entered the picture and then brokenness has happened throughout. And woven all the way throughout the uh, Old Testament, we see God's wrath, but we also see the fact that there's a Messiah coming. There's a Jesus coming. There's a Jesus coming to us and he's going to send his son. And so all the way woven through the Old Testament scriptures, Pointing all the way into the New Testament, we see that, hey, the Messiah is born. But listen, listen, dear brothers and sisters, we need a proper perspective concerning the fear of the Lord. See, his, his wrath matches the fear that is due you. If we want wisdom, if we want understanding, if we want to understand our days, that Proverbs 1.7 says this, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and discipline. Proverbs 3, 7 says this, Don't be wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Too many times we go through these days and we're wise in our own eyes. We're, we're wise in our, our own understanding, but we never acknowledge the fact that God gives us that wisdom. In a healthy perspective of fear for Him, we gain understanding that, Listen, Lord, guide my steps, direct my steps. There's sorrow, there's pain, there's brokenness, there's hurt. There's addictions. There's all these things that we struggle with. And I need a healthy perspective of fear in my life. I like what Charles Spurgeon said. He said, we're more anxious to count the stars than our days. How about that? We're more anxious to count the stars than our days. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Dear brothers and sisters, to live, to live fully, to live for the Lord and to live a life that's eternal and live a life on this side of eternity that counts, don't be wise in your own eyes. Ask God for that wisdom. And then thirdly, we're going to see in my life verse in 12, verse 12. In this life, godly wisdom comes from God making known what really matters. That's true. Have you lived long enough to figure out what really matters? Have you really taken the time to reflect and to think through COVID-19 over the past eight weeks, what really matters? Does it really matter that you haven't been able to get your nails done or your, your toenails done? Does it really matter that you've had to do your own haircut? Does it really matter that you've had to scramble around to figure out, hey, what kind of meals are we going to make? Has it really mattered about clothing or any of those things? Has it really mattered? And... and <laughs> Some of you say no because you've, you've been in your pajamas all day and you just change your set of pajamas before you go to bed. And that, that, that kind of cracks me up seeing that on, on, on Facebook, to be honest with you. 
But listen, teach us to number our days carefully so that we may, we may develop wisdom in our hearts. Teach us, Lord teach us. Not man teach us, but Lord teach us to number our days. Lord teach us to understand our days. Let's carefully see that so that we may develop wisdom in our hearts. See, Ephesians 5, 15 and 17 says this, pay careful attention then not to how you live, not, listen to this, as unwise people, but as wise. And here's what he says in verse 16, making the most of the time because the days are evil. Did you know that to live wise, to live for God, to live everything that God's created you to be here on this earth, that you need to live for him as a wise person. You have to live making the most of every opportunity. There's, I mean, I, I promise you, I've, I've talked to too many people, including myself. I've, I've talked to too many people that are in their 60s and 70s, and here's what they say about regret. Here's what they say. The big, one of the biggest regrets they have is missed opportunities. Missed opportunities. And, and it could be anything in their life, but listen, he's saying making the most of the time, living as a wise individual, not as unwise, because the days are evil. See, that's why it says in John 10 that the, the, the deceiver, the evil one, Satan comes to seek, kill, and destroy. That's how he does it. If he can get you over there distracted and, and busy and all these things, then guess what? You're not living your most wise life for the Lord and making the most of every opportunity. You're missing opportunities. And I pray during COVID-19, listen, I hope you don't come out of this season as we get back to normal, whatever that looks like. I pray that you don't go back to that and go, Man, I missed a lot of opportunities to spend time with my family, or I missed opportunities to do and fill in the blank. I pray that you don't get there because you've had plenty of time to really reflect and sit down and think, God, give me your wisdom to help me make known what really matters in this life. James 4.14 says, Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring, what your life will be. See, and we know this verse because many funerals. For you are like vapor that appears for a little while then vanishes. We're only here very briefly, and I don't know how long those days are. Some of us are able to live to our 90s. Some of us don't get that opportunity. And if that, that's up to the Lord. That, that's his call. But he's given us the time here on this planet to make a difference, to make the most of every opportunity. Will you do it? Will you do it? Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. Is he your shepherd? Is he leading you? Is he leading you? Is he, is he, is he what you need? See that the shepherd said that the psalmist says here about the shepherd, the Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. I have what I need. I have him. That's all I need. If you have him, you, you will never want for anything in life of what matters most. I have what I need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the, the right path for his name's sake. Listen to this. Even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no danger. Or no evil, for you are with me. Mm. Even when I go through the darkest valley, even when I go through the, the biggest trials and tribulations that this life has to throw at me, because we're going to go through it, I will not fear. You don't have to fear during this time. COVID-19 is not something to be fearful of, and I see too many people in fear and in bondage of, of being in that. Listen, if you have a life that's firmly established in Jesus Christ, you have nothing to fear in this life. Nothing. Not one thing. Nobody. No person. 
Nothing. You shall not fear. Don't fear because you have him. He says, even when I go through the darkest valley, why, can't, why does he say I have no fear? Because why? You, Lord, are with me. That's why the Lord is with us. So even during this time, he's with you. He's with me. We shouldn't fear. Lord, help me to number my days. Let me see it straight. Let me understand them so I can make most of everything that you have in this life for me. See, wisdom is a response to prayer. We find several verses here. If you want to write those down, you can. So Proverbs 2, 3 through 6 says this, Furthermore, if you call out to insight and lift your voice to understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it like hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. And who can forget Daniel? I love Daniel's story. He, he purposed in his heart that he wasn't going to do anything that any of the other kings were going to do. He wasn't going to be um, disobedient, unruly, anything like that. But he was like, listen, I, I serve the Lord. I serve God, Yahweh. I serve him. I don't serve man. But here's what he says um, in, in Daniel 10, 12. Don't be afraid, Daniel, he said to me. For from the first day that you purpose to understand and humble yourself before your God... Your prayers were heard. I have come because of your prayers. Wisdom, we can see, is a response to prayer. Wisdom is a response to prayer. David prayed. Even when he got, he got in trouble and then they, they put all that edict together, it said that Daniel went back to his house, went back up there, opened the windows towards Jerusalem, and he got down on his knees and he prayed three times a day, just listen, just as he always had. That, that, that's awesome. But that's where wisdom comes from, is from us praying to him. Because James says, listen, if you ask for it, you'll receive it. I, I'm, I'm praying that this Psalm 912 teach me to number my days so that I may gain a hard wisdom. Understand that those days that you have are so little compared to eternity. They're very few. Are you maximizing your day? Are you making the most of every opportunity? Are you doing everything that God has put you on this planet to do? Seize the moment. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. Don't worry about tomorrow. It'll bring enough trouble for itself. Think about today. What can you do today to make a difference in somebody's life? What can you do today to make a difference in somebody's life? Colossians 1, 9 and 10. For this reason also, since the day we heard this, we haven't stopped praying for you. We are asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Here's why. So that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and growing in the knowledge of God. We're praying that you'll be filled with this knowledge and this wisdom and spiritual understanding and this this is why we get together like this each week. Is that we're, we're praying that you'll grow in everything that he has so that you'll walk worthy of the Lord, that, listen, you'll be fully pleasing to him, and that you'll bear fruit in every good work, growing in him. So important in this life. One verse that I did not read a minute ago was the first verse of Psalm 90. And I think this is one of our verses we can just be reminded of. 
If 12 says, Lord, teach me to number my days that I may gain a heart of wisdom. Here's what he says in verse one. Lord, you have been my refuge in every generation. See, the Lord has created, and there's gonna be a time that we're gonna look at one day, our day is gonna end on this side of eternity. Our day is gonna end on this side of eternity. Do we know him? Is the Lord our refuge? Is the Lord everything to us? Is the Lord, have we called out to him and said, Lord, I, I want to follow you. I, I accept you. I trust you. I believe in you. I want to follow you. I want to pick up my cross and deny myself to follow you. Have you done that? See, if you're making the most of every opportunity and if you're saying, Lord, teach me to number my days, that, that's going to be one of the realizations you're going to have is, listen, I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. And his name's Jesus. See, I love the song that, that we just sang just a minute ago. And I asked Tyler to do it for us today. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind because I know there is peace within your presence. I speak Jesus. I just want to speak the name of Jesus till every dark addiction starts to break, declaring there is hope and there is freedom. I speak Jesus. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over fear and all anxiety to every soul held captive by depression. I speak Jesus. Shout Jesus from the mountains and Jesus in the streets. Jesus in the darkness over every enemy. Jesus for my family. I speak the holy name, Jesus. Because your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Break every stronghold, shine through the shadows, burn like a fire. It's a great song for us to land on today. I'm going to ask Tyler just to play lightly over on the piano, and we're going to swing this back around. We can see him when he's going to sing this song as a closing song today for us. Here's what I want to, want to tell you. I, I just want to speak the name of Jesus today to you. Teach me to number the days, number my days that I may gain a heart of wisdom. Listen, over every heart and every mind, I want to speak the name of Jesus to you. I want to speak the name of Jesus because I know that with Jesus, there's peace. Jesus, there's peace. For those who are struggling with peace today, you can have peace and assurance of your life if you know Him. If you know Him. And He knows you. You know Him. There's peace. I want to speak the name of Jesus over those that are struggling with addiction. There's only one, only one name, only one person thing that can break that addiction. It's not with you, it's not yourself. You can't pull up your bootstraps and tighten them down. The only person that's gonna break that addiction is your trust in Jesus. Jesus can break it, Jesus can take it away. I'm declaring that there's hope and there's freedom in your life, in your home. I want to speak the name of Jesus for those that are struggling over fear and anxiety. Because I know there's fear and there's anxiety during these times. And sometimes we struggle with those. But listen, to every soul that's held captive by depression, I want to speak the name of Jesus today. As we sing this song, I want us to speak the name of Jesus. I want this to minister to your heart. I want you to shout Jesus. As we go out this week, go shout Jesus to the mountaintops. I want you to shout Jesus in the streets. I want you to 
see that Jesus in the darkness over every enemy and then Jesus for your family. Speak the name of Jesus over your family. Because listen, His name is power. His name is healing. His name is life. Jesus, we're asking you to break every stronghold and shine through the darkness and burn like a fire. Brothers and sisters, our days are numbered. And however many we have from today on, we can make them count. We can make them a matter of eternity. We can make them count. As we share Jesus with people out there that need Jesus, they will have a future in heaven no matter what happens to them on this earth. I thank you for your prayers for my family, for my wife. As we are going through this time with my mother-in-law. And I know, I know that her healing, her healing is the day that she is able to wrap her arms around Jesus. That's going to be her healing. Is when that day comes, she's not going to be in pain. She's not going to suffer. She's not going to struggle. But she's going to have a brand new body. And she's not going to suffer anymore. But I want to thank you for your prayers for us and continue to pray for us as we face these most uncertain days over the next this next week let me pray and I want Tyler to uh, sing this song to close us out today and I just want this song really to minister to you today Heavenly Father I, I'm asking that you in this moment speak to the hearts of everyone watching this, this live today or that's going to watch this simulcast again later God, will you move in a mighty way? Would your spirit just blow through and burn like a fire? Would it just shine brightly in the room where they're at and just touch their hearts and let them know that, listen, Jesus is enough, that Jesus is all we need. Would you help us to understand that our days are few on this side of eternity? Our days on this particular side of eternity can be wasted or they can be put in a place where we can make the most difference before we graduate and we go home to be with Jesus. God, you get all the glory. You get all the glory. You get all the praise. So Father, in these minutes as we sing this song together, would you just do what you do best? Would you minister to the people with the Spirit moving the hearts?